Hey, you found us. Welcome to Life Lessons from Grandpa. This is episode number one, and I'd like to introduce you to my good friend, Tim Lambert. Hi, my name is Tim Lambert, a grandpa who has two grandsons, 18 and 16. My podcast associate is Dr. Bill Lloyd. When my grandson was approaching his 17th birthday, the Holy Spirit showed me that there were life lessons that I could share with him, and I began assembling some of my thoughts and experiences and others' thoughts and experiences. That eventually led me to create a six-page outline of considerations for him to look for as he traveled from starting to date a girl, finding one he could eventually call a girlfriend, and then on to a fiancé, and finally to marry that sweetheart. Me and my grandson shared this dialogue over six breakfasts and lunches during his 17th year. We're of the belief that it is imperative that young adults go through a process that prepares them for a lifetime of joy, fulfillment, contentment, with the proper match. Who else than us loving parents and grandparents to best guide them for the most ideal match possible? Certainly, as we prepare this podcast, our hope is that you'll print the outline of each episode and moms, dads, grandparents will modify them to suit you, your boys' and girls' particular needs. There are multiple episodes covering different topics. In the first episode, we will discuss what the boy should want to know about the girl, and we need to dive in deeply about ourself, the boy, and them together as a couple. So Tim, let me get this straight. You started this as a, as a written document that you shared with family members, specifically targeting your two grandsons. Uh, we know their father's not in the picture right now, so in many ways you're a surrogate father. Tell me about the experience that you had face-to-face with your grandson involving these delicate subjects. Well, my grandson and I sat and ate in a favorite restaurant of his, and then I gave him the outline so he and I could both look at what the written word was, and we dialogue about each of the items that we'll review with you in this podcast. And this is one of uh, several that we're going to do, employing different areas of life and experiences that we have enjoyed. So, Tim, this is episode one. We call it Him and Her. We've got a lot of great information to share. Tell us what the ground rules are. How is this going to happen? It begins with an ability to communicate with the grandson or the son or daughter and or granddaughter. We discuss each item as we go through the, uh, the list that I had prepared. Here's how I presented it to my grandson. God is going to bless you, bring into your life a woman who you will figure out pretty quickly that she is your gift and Within a day or two days or a week, you're going to believe that she is the one that he has blessed you with. Now, I caution him that as we go through this process, if in life you have an intimate sexual relationship between the two of you before marriage, many of the things we're going to talk about in these different sessions are going to be ignored and overlooked and become less important. I guarantee you that it will be very difficult for the two of you to think clearly about and dialogue on many of these matters You and she, for certain, will be blinded to some of these matters that will get in the way of future intimacy and your spousal relationship down the road. Be mindful and be obedient to God's word in Genesis chapter 2, verse 24. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and they will become one flesh. 
You're listening to the Life Lessons from Grandpa podcast. This is episode number one, Him and Her. Now, Tim, before we go too far down the road, I know there's a very important concept you want to share with people, and that relates to commonality. As we couple up, we need to strive for maximum common interests by you as couples uh, needing to have major goal in your becoming one. Maximizing interests is a catalyst to achieving long and lasting marital happiness. Examine in her and yourself the following qualities, interests, character, and personal history, and learned experience. So let's get started. And let's learn first about the young woman. Let's learn a bit about her. Girls, don't get upset that we're going to pick on you first. You're going to get your shot later on in our conversation and get even with your boyfriend. Get us started. Okay. Because you've always been interested in sports, you want to be interested in knowing what her interests are by way of school sports or performing arts interests. Does she enjoy biking? Is she active in sports like you have been? Does she play music? musical instruments and performing arts. Music should play a very large role in your children's lives. Their mother will play a large role in developing their musical interests. Another very important area is academics. What type of student has she been? Has she a B plus or better? Another category is friends. Does she hang with people of her own belief system? Is she friendly to others and strangers? Is she outgoing, charming, and uh, sociable? What books does she read? Is she curious about current events and history? Now, Tim, let's just take a moment here. How does it matter what books she does or doesn't read? Maybe she doesn't read a lot. She only reads her school books. She doesn't do any recreational reading. Maybe she doesn't have time or interest in history. Why is that important? Bill, early on, we talked about commonality. That was in episode one. The commonality is so important between the two so that they can, over time, have conversations about political views, financial news, sport news, and matters that are of interest to the two of them. So it's important for the boyfriend and girlfriend to be able to connect on various topics because after a bunch of conversations happen, you don't have an empty well to draw from. You need to keep your thoughts current and ability to communicate with each other about uh, matters of life. So reading, you'd say, not only strengthens the individual, but actually strengthens the couple together. That's right, Bill. It's important that we maintain that strength so that we're not distracted by things that are immoral. Uh, or not relevant to one's mutual life. Another area that my grandson has been uh, very interested in is pets. He's owned dogs all of his life. And does she have an aversion to pets or is she in love with having pets around the household? Must she have the best and latest and expensive style clothing? Is she a clothes horse? A very important area which is difficult to ask, has she ever been pregnant? Has she ever had an abortion? I believe a life experience shows that if she is, has any of these experiences in her life, they will haunt her as marriage becomes intimate, will haunt her during marriage. Now that we've commented on uh, marriage and intimacy, does her appearance attract you and will it continue over time? In that regard, how does her mother look now? Uh, your wife will very much look like her in 25 years or so. What do you think about that? Housekeeping, does she maintain a clean living environment? Does she rush to clean up after you arrive at her home or apartment? And 
cooking. Does she cook? Has she cooked a meal for you? Can you cook for her? And how about habits? Does she have habits that seriously annoy you? Do your habits seriously annoy her? Humor. Does she have a sense of humor? Do you? Does yours annoy her? Is she controlling? What about anger? Does she express anger towards any aspects of her life? Honesty. Do you detect any sense of dishonesty in her spirit? Is she a diva, self-involved, vain, princess? Does she have a sense of entitlement? Compromise. Is it easy for the two of you to come to agreement on issues with appropriate give and take? Do you or she get mad if she or you don't win? Personal hygiene. Does she care for her appearance to an appropriate level? Tim, you're generating a powerful list of questions and criteria for a gentleman to consider when thinking about a girlfriend or future spouse. It's good that we have all of these talking points in your outline that are available right there at the link that you use to acquire this podcast. Why don't you tell us some more? Now that we've covered this other stuff, how about her ability to solve problems? Does she dive into stuff on her own and fix it, or is she reliant on you or others to fix her problems? Has she experienced mental illnesses or other health problems, such as eating disorders? What is her sexual history? Does she have any venereal disease like herpes or STDs? What travel has she done in the U.S. or abroad? Can you see her as your best friend forever, independent of intimacy? How does your gut react to all these comments or questions that we just went through? You're listening to Life Lessons from Grandpa. This is episode number one. We're now going to drift away from the discussion involving the girlfriend, and now let's talk about the young man. Let's get the opportunity to learn what the man knows about himself. Bill, up until now, we've been talking about the girl. Uh, now we got to self-reflect about him and others, male or female. And I visualize this discussion to have to do with the grandfather speaking to the daughter, the grandmother speaking to the daughter, and here we are wanting to have the young man reflect on himself. And I led off with baggage that he might have from his past in his growing up years and that he not hold back on opening up about his heart and his feelings as it relates to father, mother baggage, or baggage against uh, with his brother and or sisters. Certainly, there can be baggage within the family. Also, other relationships for those that are listening, uh, whose young men have had previous relationships, previous girlfriends as well. And then there's all kinds of baggage that happens around school and extracurricular activities, stress related to trying to get into college, and other complex issues. So I agree with you. This is a great place to start for them to identify all their baggage, if you will, and turn in those claim checks, put those bags down, and prepare for a new chapter in their life. Thank you for joining us on Life Lessons from Grandpa. This is our first episode, episode number one. It's all about him and her. We're going to get back to Tim because up till now, we've spent a lot of time thinking about the young woman. But now it's time to ask some questions of the guy. Now, we want to be clear here. We're not giving this young man a pass. We're going to be asking the same kinds of questions at the same level of intensity that we asked the young woman. Am I right? you got to be even-handed with this because my thought is that she should have the same information and material and the same access to this podcast so that she can be looking into your soul as well. One of the issues that uh, we talked about was 
baggage. Then I said, okay, you've got to reflect on your own situation and clean up the baggage that you might be having or you might have uh, relative to your dealings with your family members, parents, uh, brothers, sisters, friends, and other uh, relationships, and even girl relationships that didn't go well and where you have negative thoughts about it and it bothers you. So you've got to clean up this aspect of your life because uh, it will interfere with the wonderful relationship with your, your girlfriend and your and your spouse. So another area that we want to talk about and you reflect on it is your own sexual history. And along those lines, I'd like you to think about whether or not you've caused another woman to become pregnant. I know it's early in your life, but this is not a situation where this information and discussion will be isolated to you as a teen. But beyond that age, you might have uh, relationships with other girls and other women that you cause to, uh, them to become pregnant. And how do you feel about how have you handled a pregnancy or uh, an abortion that you might have caused to have, to have happened? And think about the intimacy that you've had with other women. Not that you need to get into any a lot of detail with your girlfriend about your sexual history, but she needs to know and you give her the honest information about your history. And along those lines, are you burdened with any need to provide child support for um, children that you've caused to, ha to come to life. So this baggage needs to be overcome and needs to be dealt with honestly within yourself and with your prospective spouse. Another category we need to discuss is anger. Other aspects of life, of your history, that causes you to be angry. This is something that you need to address with her and with yourself and got to be cleaned up before you marry. Let's talk about your friends. Who do you hang out with? Are they people that you would love for your girlfriend to know and to spend time with? If these are not guys that she would like uh, because they just violate her belief system, then you've got to clean up your friendships and uh, get rid of those friends who uh, don't line up with her interests and belief system. You're listening to the Life Lessons from Grandpa podcast. This is episode number one, Him and Her. We've been running down a list of important considerations for young men when thinking about dating and possibly marrying a young woman. Tim, we'd like to hear some more from you. Now that you're out of the house and you've got to live uh, in independently, uh, are you uh, able to cook? Are you able to make a contribution in your own home by way of um, cooking and independent? Wait, of wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did you say cooking? Now, come on. Guys don't cook. Girls cook. Guys don't cook. What is this about the cooking? When I was a bachelor, I had uh, access to delicatessens and uh, meat markets and so forth, and I would cook my own dinners. Sadly, there were a lot of hamburgers and a lot of filet of fish, things that I could easily do myself, but I managed to feed myself for several years as a bachelor because I was no longer had access to mom's cooking or school cafeterias. So I didn't starve uh, and I ate pretty well. So you be prepared and learn how to take care of yourself and not be dependent on spending food in restaurants and consequently save a lot of money. Another thing that uh, we need to talk about is are you comfortable doing chores uh, in your home? Are you comfortable being responsible for doing chores in the kitchen? And are you willing to do these chores such as bed making, laundry, garbage handling, vacuuming, bathroom cleaning, and home repairs? It's important that you take responsibility for those things and not 
hand off that bur- those burdens to your spouse. And also, something I've experienced in my life is that early on, I felt once I earned the paycheck, that's all I had to do. And my wife was responsible for everything else. And although I didn't abandon her, I learned quickly that I had a role to play by way of helping with the kids, helping clean, keep the house clean, and managing those affairs in connection with Audrey as a team. You know, just to bring it back to 2021, uh, just recently, a matter of weeks ago, the comedian Chris Rock, speaking to the specific point, felt that as an entertainer, his job was to bring the check home. And once he had the money in the house, he could do whatever he wants. And now freely admits what a catastrophic decision that was on his part. His marriage of 18 years and two daughters has dissolved simply because he misunderstood what it meant to be the breadwinner. Here's another good tip I've learned as a father and grandfather. Girls are very attracted to men who know how to cook. They find it very, very appealing. And they like having a guy around that can fix things, that can make things right. And if you're willing to put yourself in that role, if you're willing to learn how to change a tire, jump a battery, fix a broken window, you're going to make yourself a very popular gentleman. So you've taken the plunge. You got serious with this young lady and possibly will marry her. You've got to really dig in. And as a together couple, uh, what things do you enjoy doing together? Make a list of them. So and talk about them. It's important that there be commonality in many, many areas of life. Otherwise, you're heading for a train wreck. And by the way, you need to be anxious to be with her always and not be anxious to be with your buddies always. That's long gone. That's another another chapter of your life that you walk away from when you agree to be uh, one with this friend and to be her spouse. Another area that you need to discuss when you're together is the children issues. And we'll get into that later on in another episode and get into a deep dive by way of having children and, and raising them. You need to be sure together that you complete each other and you are each other's best friend. And your best friend is not your old buddies, not her old buddies, but she becomes your best friend or you become her best friend. Well, along those lines, Tim, we're talking about modeling behavior. And you hear so often about sometimes that the bride feels that now she is going to change her groom, her husband, and mold him into what she wants him to be. Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, all too often, one marries a spouse, despite there being baggage, there being uh, personality traits, and the guy or the girl says, oh, let's get married and we'll work on fixing the problem after we're married. Well, that's a lie. Don't expect her traits or your traits to be changeable after marriage. And the inability for us to change our behavior is pretty difficult. So don't buy the lie that she'll change or I'll change after we marry. Deal with those issues in advance. And if it works that you can't change, don't marry that person. Just let her go. Let him go. I'd like to make some observations, kind of personal, that a woman needs to be listened to. And it's not uh, often a comforting thing for the guy to listen because we want to interrupt her. But the takeaway here is that you need to practice 
listening so that she can know that in your heart you're with her and you let her talk and you be a good listener and then she'll love you more because you have listened to her. Just practice being a good listener. Another very important matter is home decorating. A woman wants her home to be a nest, and she likes to decorate it. She needs to have a free hand, and I have never won an argument about decorating. And be prepared that it's a girl thing to be the decorator of the home. Another last important thing is conflict resolution. You need to have a time early in your conversation about marriage, how you're going to resolve inevitable conflicts that will come in between you and you need to figure out a way to solve the problems that you will have in your marriage. I think you're tumbling across something very important right here. Tim, couples, young couples, new couples, couples that have been married a long time, they need to learn how to disagree. I didn't say fight. They need to learn how to disagree in a loving, respectful way. Could you share a little bit more about that concept with us? You cannot have a happy marriage without having developed fighting skills, how to debate stuff and not come away angry with each other and be separated emotionally for a long period of time. The old saw is that don't let the night fall without resolving a conflict. Don't go to bed angry because that will erode your marriage. There's one more thing that I'd like to mention in this era. Political views are very important to people. I would strongly suggest that you find a girlfriend or spouse who has political views that are similar to yours. Uh, there's enough baggage that happens in marriage that you don't need to have that as a source of conflict between you and her. So uh, just be on the lookout for this as a caution. Now, this is the end of this episode, and we'd like to let you know that come the next time in episode two, we'll be dealing with and talking about meeting the parents, future children, and mutual friends. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back to you soon. Thanks, Tim. You've been listening to Life Lessons from Grandpa. We hope you've enjoyed episode number one, All About Him and Her. Remember, you can download the study guide, which is the actual outline that Tim used with his grandsons to refer to after you've enjoyed the podcast. We hope you'll join us soon for episode number two. Once again, thank you so much for joining us.